what I consider an ocean kayak. Yeah. Right? It's for the ocean. He took a sea kayak where it took double kayak and no cabin. No nope. cabin. He was laying down in the cockpit for a tarp over himself. And navigating it was a sextant, no sat phone, so a legend, right? So yeah. I read that book and I was inspired. And like so inspired that I said, okay, with, with the knowledge of my first crossing, because I did the crossing in 2016 on a four-man rowing boat, and knowledge of navigation, survival at sea, and, and all that stuff that surrounds the environment, I said, okay, maybe I could build a kayak that would be safe enough for me to cross. And um, Had you had much experience kayaking before that? Um, I'd been paddling surf ski, so yeah. which is a sea kayak, but performance kayak, yeah, yeah. for maybe four, four years. But uh, I moved to California in 20, 2008, right? So I started paddling when I moved here. I was 32 years old. And I started this project when I was 42. So I had been kayaking 10 years. Yeah. Canoeing, kayaking, rivers. So if you think about it, 10 years from the first time you you get your butt into a kayak until you feel bold enough to cross (laughs) an ocean, it's very short. I was going to say, it's not very long. (laughs) That's right. Hey, howdy. Don't so, long at all. Yeah, that's the American spirit, you know? Yes, we're, we're on live. How you doing, my brother? I'm a seat of five. Yes, sounds good. Let's take a look inside the cabin. Yeah, so here's how I go in. I go in like a, a hermit crab. Yeah. Oh, so you're going, going backwards. Backward like this. Yeah. And up. Right. So inside, it's a. Uh, this is how I sleep, really. I just lay down like this, my feet on the back, and I touch, I touch, it's very, not very long yet. And here you can see, when I sit down, I have to be a little bit with my head down. Yeah, not very comfortable at all. Well, I had to make a decisions between how big I wanted the cabin and how much it would be influenced by the wind. Right. The bigger the cabin, the more, you know, affected by windage, the wind. yes. Yeah. But I've got everything here, and it actually worked for 90 days. Um, you, get, you, you can see here, there's my plotter, and I can move it, and I see with the AIS, which is Automatic Identification System, yeah. I see the other boats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this one here, Osprey, is going at three miles an hour, Yeah. this direction, so yeah. they see me as well, so that's yeah. for safety. And then this is my VHF, I've got all the information, these are my two controllers for the batteries, so yeah. the battery is right here under the seat, but here, under my sleeping I have my uh, water maker that yeah. makes the water because I could carry my food. Right. It's 220 pounds of food, but I can't carry that much water. You know, it's a gallon yeah. a day. Right. So I need to uh, be, your own. be able to make it. Yeah. So let's come out of this uh, little hose. Yeah. Just drip. Duck, duck, when I, 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 the only thing that failed you was the water maker. <laughs> halfway point, it failed me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to do it manually. So it's it's another unit that I had to, to take and, and just pump for two hours a day. Wow. But uh, everything's good. The, one of the issues I had here was lack of oxygen. In here? So yeah. when my, I trained, I could consume all the oxygen if my, my hatch was closed in three hours. So I had to add fans and, and vents so yeah. that there would be a flow of oxygen yeah. in here. So you had, a, you, had the, you had the first attempt. That was from Santa Cruz. Was that from Santa Cruz? Well, from San Francisco to, to Santa Cruz because right. I didn't go far. I know, you got to go far. And you, what happened? Six days in, now, let me come out here. Um, I stayed, the first three days were fine. I did good progress. And the three days after, the wind picked up. So we're talking about 30 knots the second day of winds, yeah. 35 knots the third, third day. 
with gust of 45. And that's something that my boat can handle. It's, it's really insubmersible. But what happened is my sea anchor got entangled in the rudder. Yeah. Right. So my boat started to go per parallel to the waves. Yeah. So you and then ponded, ponded. And then other issues, my baler that you know I was showing you earlier, yeah. got stuck. So the water was filling up to the right. completely to the top. Other issues were the AIS that I showed you were starting to fail. So I didn't know where I was. I knew that other boats didn't know where I was. So that's like potentially. What, what was the minute? What was the th those minutes leading up to you want to go? Stress. You know huh? So stressful. Stressful. Yeah. So and you need to get out of there. Yeah. And you need to get out of there before you go any further, because how far? What's the what's the point of no a, return as far as the helicopter coming to get oh, you? Oh no, the helicopter is it's 400 nautical miles. Yeah. So it's pretty. So you, far. How far were you out? 70. So you came. They came and got you. Came and got me. You the, the boat. Amazing. The boat's gone, right? Left, let it let, in the water. Yeah, they saved your life, but they let the boat drifting away. They don't care. So how'd you get the boat back? So I came back and and I was in Santa Cruz and I got the the tow, uh, and uh, we went to get it 70 no miles away. And so you knew where it was. I knew because I had left my tracker. Yeah. And um, we brought it back in one day, and there I was like, what do I do? Like. Wow, shock. I should be 70 days in the water, and it's after six days I was back on land. Yeah. Um, the media were going crazy. I was saying, like, this guy, of course he shouldn't do it. It's so dangerous. What are you talking about? They look at this boat. Like, he's not whatever. So don't listen to the naysayers. No. Right? And in the end, it was just, you know, talking to the people that I trust and say, okay, what do I need to do to yeah. get ready for next you year? You to make some adjustments. Adjustments. Right. One was... A biggie was to get more training in bad weather, yeah. right? And that's why I came down to Santa Cruz again, yeah. Yeah. put my boat on the pier, stayed there for a week, and I knew the wind was going to be blowing. Hey! <laughs> Thank you! I'm doing a video right now, but I'm going to hug oh, you. Oh, shit! No, <laughs> it's all right. That's uh, we're gonna have, have to thank you again. I'm so for sorry I missed I missed last night, man. Oh Welcome man! Back. Well, yeah. we have to, we're doing it tonight. If You're you doing want, it again tonight. yeah, another presentation, yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah. All right. But congratulations. Thank you. Most awesome. Yes. Okay. Appreciate it. I'll come see you guys soon. All right. Um. So yeah, sitting down was. I needed to have more training in bad weather. Yeah. And and yeah. I knew that whole week in Santa Cruz was gonna be blowing 20, 25 knots. Yeah. And. Obviously, your mind says, don't go there. It's rough, right? But that's what I needed. Yeah. I went out there, got some bad weather training. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what... You feel more confident when you left yeah, the second time. What I needed to do is trust my boat. Because when I went to pick it up in Santa Cruz, after the storm, you know, the boat was happy. It was just bubbling around. So if I had passed out for three days in the, in the, in the cabin... Wake it up. Okay, the boat's fine. Let's go. I could have kept going. Yeah. So yeah. it was really just here, you know? Yeah. And I, I had a, a really good conversation with Scott Donaldson. He's a kayaker who crossed the Tasman Sea, so from Australia to which New Zealand. Is a which is a treacherous piece Oh, of my God. It's so hard. Yeah. 76 days. And, and we sat down and said, Cyril, you need you know, to see if you're really prepared, you know? And and in the end, he, he was right. Like, I, I could have prepared. I thought I was prepared, but I was not prepared for that. Yeah, so, yeah. Hard look, one year to get ready, and then to take off again from Monterey. Uh, that was June 21st. So can, can you give, give me a give me a, a day in the life of being out there? Or was it? <laughs> you wait, how, how much sleep? How much sleep did you get? So I didn't paddle at night just for safety. Yeah. So I wake up. I you know, wake up every hour and a half because yeah. you have to look at the plotter, see container ships coming in and yeah. out. Uh, that's the main danger. But you also uh, need to get sleep. You, you need us to get sleep though. Oh yeah, but you're so tired that. 
pass out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it was moving a lot. So if the weather is really bad at night, yeah. some nights I wouldn't get much sleep at all. But yeah. I still have to paddle the next day. And food? Food? Well, I had my packs of 4,000 calories, one per day. Yeah. I had, I estimated 70 days. So I had 80 days of food. Yeah. And um, I had to ration that halfway point because yeah. I was slower than I expected. Right, right, and right. And instead of 70 days, it took me three weeks more, 90 days. Bathroom is Pacific Ocean? Yeah, <laughs> bathroom is... The Pacific. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a... This is the best uh, room with a view. So yeah. I've got 360 degrees of ocean. <laughs> and... Uh, and the bathroom is, is, is there, obviously, yeah. but, yeah. Did you design the kayak yourself? Uh, no, I worked with an Englishman, uh, Rob Filoy, who had built a similar boat in 2001 for Peter Bray. Peter Bray crossed the North Atlantic yeah. from Canada to Ireland. Yeah. So you can see it's, uh, it's 23 feet long. And give us a tour. Yeah. Uh, so here's the cabin. Here you had the, I had the rudder. It's not here now, but you can see the solar panels covering the back yeah. and, and the front. Um, and like it's very beautiful trim. The wind would just go over and not really affect, in, in, affect the, the cabin at all. Um, and so the batteries were just right here under the seat. Yeah. Uh, two lithium-ion batteries that are charged by the solar panels. And here are the more storage area. And you, you need you need obviously you need power for the, for the electronics. Yeah. Um, and in here, the main consumption of electronics is the water maker. Yeah. And in there, no, it's just storage. I had my food. Yeah, I had yeah. my food on the bottom, and uh, other paddles, extra paddles on the top, and I just close it like that. And here I've got a, a repeater. That um, in the morning I would put my waypoint, right? So that's my coordinates of latitude, longitude of where I want to go. Yeah, yeah. My weather router was professional weather router. His name was Michel in France. We look at his computers and they say, okay, well, uh, there's going to be a drift like this. The current's going to be like this. The, the wind's going to push you like this. So pretty much you want to aim there to get there. Yeah. So yeah. it give me the waypoint and I just look at this. This is my navigation system. Um, and that's it pretty much. I mean, the boat would, would rock and roll quite a bit. I had a, a dagger board in the middle just yeah. to slow down the, the, the speed of the rolling. Um, and then uh, the first week I got seasick, but... Then you get used to it, you know, yeah. your brain adjusts. How difficult is this to paddle, to, to paddle compared to just a regular kayak? Um, it's the same technique. No more, in, how much does this thing weigh? Oh, it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy, right? Yeah, it's yeah. heavy. So what happens is it's it's slow to start, but once it gets going and you yeah. get some momentum, yeah. then it's got a good good glide. Okay. Uh, but it's 850 pounds yeah. uh, once everything is, is full. So, uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, you know, really strong. <laughs> Not really. I mean, look you at me. Are, I'm, I'm actually a regular guy. I'm a regular I'm, guy. That doesn't want yeah, to die. doesn't want to die. <laughs> I'm just a regular guy. Seriously. That's I mean, right. it's training. Well, I did a lot of training because I think it's it's not the muscles. It's more the tendons and the joints. I think you just want... I think you did it just to get the beard. <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, wait. Uh -huh. I, I came back and I said to my girlfriend, I'm finally a Viking now. <laughs> And she says, no, I think you're more of a young Santa Claus. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now that uh, we are in Santa Claus, San Francisco, I guess I guess I'm just a hipster like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so you're giving presentations. You have a presentation tonight? Yes, I did one yesterday here in Sausalito, another yeah. tonight. And on the 17th. In Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz at the golf course. At golf the La Viega golf course. What time? Uh, we're going to be at 4.30. 4:30? And we're going to have some snacks and take okay. it easy. Start at 5.00. 
20 present. bucks to get in. 20 bucks. 20 to get bucks in. because we're gonna have finger foods all included. Okay. And um, and then we're gonna have a chat and and really enjoy right. people who've been following me and yeah, gave me energy. Yeah. Uh, and then after people won't hang out for another beer or two and we'll stay there. Do, do you have another anything planned for the future? Uh, for this year, it's just. Uh, a few expeditions, oh, not expeditions, adventures like yeah. races. There might be the Yukon River Quest. It's 450 miles. Okay. Uh, there's a, another Texas Weather Safari. It's a, a race up in down in, in Texas. Um, but I'm going to relax a little bit. Yeah, you should. But now, I've been watching on Facebook. You've, you're giving out uh, some words of wisdom. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> right? Well, some okay. words of wisdom to like for so, people to... No, here's the thing. I need to... I'd like to be an adventurer full-time. Yeah. And that means... I got to make some money and California is expensive. So I think I've got to, uh, because of this experience, I know how to solve problems. I don't have to, to make shit happen. Excuse my French. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, but but you're going to so you're gonna, you're gonna capitalize on what you did. Obviously. Capitalize on, there's going to be a book. Um, I'm already uh, way on good discussion for a documentary for maybe a, one of those distributors, Netflix yeah. and stuff. But I want to be a coach, uh, help people re reach their dreams. Like right. everybody, for the last 10 years, I have been wanting to do something. Yeah. Live overseas, learn a language, do a triathlon, start whatever. Yeah. Start losing weight. Whatever. Guitar. Yeah. And they don't, they're stuck. They don't know how, where to start. And that's a, the weird thing is now you could do anything you want. You go on YouTube, you have videos. So I want to do that. And I also want to do some speaking engagements Good. At, and companies. So if yeah. you have a company, yeah. I'll, I'll put the fire in those workers, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, once again, you're a regular guy that doesn't want to die. Exactly. And you're a regular guy that didn't die. Who didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cyril. Thank and you I'll so see much. you on uh, Thursday on in Santa Cruz. And I'm going to blow that up on Facebook and Instagram and get you hyped up here. Yeah. Thank you, my friends. Good to see you. Aloha.